0: Amen. So we are in the month of July in this theme of praying big. We're talking about praying big for our family members. Last Sunday, we talked about how to pray big for your husband. Uh, today we'll talk about how to pray big for your wife. Next Sunday will be pray big for your son And then the last Sunday in July will be pray big for your daughter So if you got a Bible with you this morning, Colossians chapter 4 and verse 2 That's our pray big theme for the entire month So I want to encourage you to memorize this verse, put it into your hearts And then uh, continue to live it out So Colossians chapter 4 and verse 2 Stand with me if you will in honor of God's word you got it there in front of you, say yes And uh, the Bible says, devote yourselves to prayer, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. Devote yourselves to prayer, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. So let's bow together. Father, uh, you tell us in your word to devote ourselves to prayer. You desire communication with us. You have promised that when we call unto you, you will show us great and mighty things that we do not even know about. God, you also have challenged us to continue to pursue you in prayer you have ordained that answered prayer could occur upon earth's surface in our life and for that we give you glory and God I ask that you would not only drive us to our knees in prayer but also overwhelm us with hearts of thanksgiving as we see answered prayer in our life We thank you for what you're going to do this morning, and it's in Jesus Christ's name that we pray, and everybody said amen, so you can be seated. Now, uh, originally, there's no doubt that I desire to be a prayer warrior uh, for my wife. And in order to kind of elevate this in my own personal life, at the beginning of the year, I spent some time reading a book called The Power of a Praying Husband, written by Stormy O'Martin. And in this book, it's pretty uh, neat because she actually lays out 20 major ways that you can pray specifically for your spouse. And I found in the morning, I would spend time in my devotion with the Lord in His Word, and then I would just pull that book out and read the chapter, and then have the opportunity to pray those specific prayers for Krista, my wife. So, in the introduction of the book, there is the statement there are many things a woman desires to hear from her husband. Uh, three of the top four are probably I love you. So, if you've not said that to your wife yet, go ahead and whisper it to her real quick. Jody, you didn't do it. God bless you. I love you. And then number two would simply be, you look beautiful. Anybody want to say that? I'm giving you time, man, to get some points here. And then number three, all the bills are paid. God bless you. And then the fourth thing that everyone wants to hear, every woman, the thing that will make her feel more loved than anything else, according to Stormy O'Martin, Martin, is the simple statement, I am praying for you today. You know, there is a disease that will actually touch every single marriage, and that disease is called isolation. Dennis Rainey uh, points out this, that every marriage, no matter how good, needs a plan to combat isolation and bring about intimacy. And you know isolation is taking place in the context of a marriage when you have a feeling that your spouse isn't hearing you or doesn't want to understand. You also know that isolation is occurring in your marriage when you have an attitude of who cares And why should we even try? And then you know isolation is invading your marriage if you have a feeling of being unable to please or meet the expectations of your spouse. So you're like, no matter what I do, I cannot satisfy him or I cannot satisfy her. Isolation is invading when you have a sense that your spouse is detached from you. Have you ever made the statement, it's like he's not even here, or it's like she's not even around? Isolation has come in. Isolation also shows up when there's a refusal to cope with what's really wrong. And so a husband would say about the wife, well, that's her problem, but it's not really my problem or vice versa. Then isolation comes when a feeling that keeping the peace by avoiding a conflict is better than the pain or dealing with reality. So some people in marriages just basically end up saying, we just don't want to talk about it. So we just completely avoid what's right in front of us. You know, one of the key ways and the primary way for marriages to combat isolation is praying together as well as praying for one another. See, God intends for marriage to be a spiritual relationship consisting of three, not just a man and a woman, but the two of them and God Relating spiritually and remaining committed to the other for a lifetime. And would it be natural for God, the one who initiated the relationship, to want couples to bring their troubles, their worries, and their praises to God on a regular daily basis? And then I want to challenge you to set aside time in your week on a specific day where you get along with the Lord and pray specifically for your wife. Now, in your Family group Project bucket or bag, there's actually a bookmark that is set aside specifically for men. And on that bookmark, there are 30 different ways that you can pray for your wife, and they're, they're sectioned out by day. So every single day, you can pray specifically for your wife, a scripture over her life. That is a great start. But I also want to encourage you, especially this week, to just find some time where you get alone with God and you lift up your spouse specifically and spend some time with the Lord concerning her. Remember from last week, the Lord Jesus makes a promise in the New Testament, Matthew's gospel, that if we will ask, we will receive. If we will knock, the door will be open. And if we will seek, then we will find. So I want you to enter uh, Really, prayer with the imagery of four major doors in your life. And you're going to knock on those doors, asking God to open them in your wife's life. See, as you lift your wife up in prayer, and I want you to listen closely. As you lift your wife up in prayer, you will discover your heart for her grows exponentially. So every once in a while, if you consider a husband and wife that are having some issues... And maybe one of them will say, well, I'm just no longer in love with her. I'm just no longer in love with him. Uh, Here would be a great question. Have you been praying for him? See, whenever you pray for your spouse, your heart exponentially grows for your spouse. You begin to love her more. You begin to love him more. And men, God is using you as a husband to help disciple your wife so that she becomes a more radiantly beautiful follower of the Lord Jesus. And prayer is a vital part in the process. So you and I alike need to, as Paul says, devote ourselves to prayer. That means attend prayer. Go alongside prayer. Spend time in prayer, and specifically spend time in prayer lifting up your wife. So what are the four doors that we can knock on? Men, here's how you can pray for your wife. Here's how I've been praying for my wife. So if you already say yes, here's the first way you can do it. Pray that your wife would find her joy in the presence of God. Pray that your wife would find her joy in the presence of God. You might want to jot that down so you don't forget to pray about that. But in Luke's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 38 through 42, we read about Jesus entering into a village where he was welcomed into the home of a woman named Martha. Martha had a sister who immediately sat down at the feet of Jesus and listened to his word. However, Martha was distracted with all of her preparations, so she was running around the house trying to accomplish all of her duties and show hospitality. But every single time she looked over her shoulder, she saw her sister sitting down doing nothing. And it drove her crazy. It infuriated her to the point where she literally went to Jesus and asked what was up. She said to the Lord, Lord, do you not care that my sister's left me to do all the serving alone? Tell her to get up and to help me. And then Jesus responds to her, Martha, you're bothered about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. Mary, your sister, has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. See, Mary had found joy in the presence of the Lord. That could not be taken away from her. Martha completely missed the joy of the Lord because she was so busy running around accomplishing things. Men, listen. One of the greatest threats in your wife's joy in the Lord is busyness. She can become overwhelmed with the distraction of any given day being pulled in a hundred different directions. And as a result, if she is not careful, she will not sit before the Lord and simply listen to his word. See, a wife is not finding joy in the presence of the Lord, seeks uh, to realize that she is always running on empty. And when she runs on empty, she begins to lose focus, l- grow weary, and have a sense of a lack of purpose in her life. And this can be uh, literally true in your wife's life even today. This can cause a wife to begin trying to find joy in other places. So she looks for joy in other people. She looks for joy in her children, looks for joy maybe even in you as the husband. The problem is that true joy, which brings about energizing power, empowerment, cannot be found apart from an ongoing relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So often when she gets to the well of friendships or the well of children, even the well of you as the husband, she finds that that well has very little water, quickly runs dry. And then by God's grace, she often realizes her need for spiritual growth. Some of you ladies may realize that this morning. You realize you need to grow spiritually spiritually. But the problem oftentimes in the moment of realizing the need is that the enemy sneaks in and begins to try and make you feel guilty for not spending time at the feet of Jesus listening to his word. So often the wife in her own guilt or the woman in her own guilt begins to cause her to put off getting alone with the Lord. Not only this, but she seeks to find time with the Lord. She can begin to have the enemy accuse her of not spending enough time with the Lord. So the enemy... Who wants to disrupt your fellowship with God also wants to disrupt your wife's relationship with God. Therefore, it's so important that you and I, we pray for our wives that they would find their joy in the presence of the Lord. Again, Stormy R. Martin's survey on women, she discovered the number one area in which most women want their husbands to pray for them is the area of their spiritual walk. Your wife wants to be a strong woman of God. She desires a relationship with God that is solid and faith that is unshakable. And because women feel pulled in so many different directions, they need prayer for patience, for love, peace, and all the other fruits of the Spirit to be manifested in their lives. There's a great psalm in Psalm 16 and verse 11 that says this, listen closely, you will make known to me the path of life. In your presence, speaking about the Lord, in your presence is fullness of joy. And in your right hand, there are pleasures forever. This is what I want to pray for Krista. I want to pray that Krista would find all of her joy in the presence of the Lord. Listen, I can run dry, the kids can run dry, friends can run dry, but the Lord never runs dry. And so that's where she finds joy. But also I want her to find great pleasure in the right hand of Almighty God. And listen, as a follower of Jesus Christ, your wife is never more attractive than when she is head over heels in love with the Lord Jesus Christ. Knock on that door, ask God. To put that on your wife, that she would find joy in his presence. All right, door number two. Y'all ready say yes? Here we go. Pray that she would use her gifts and talents for the glory of God. Pray that she'd use her gifts and her talents for the glory of God. The Bible says in Romans 12 and verse 6, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. So God has by His grace, gifted your wife spiritually to plug into the body of Jesus Christ. Her gift set is uniquely designed to help a local body move forward in the mission of making disciples. Disciple is one who worship, reaches, grows and serves, and your wife plays a part in helping Concord make disciples. So it should be your heart, as a husband, to see your wife serving in a capacity that strengthens the body of Christ. And I want to pray that my wife, Krista, is using her gifts for God's glory and concord and in our community. And I don't want to stand in her way of being all that God has created her to be. All right. So Krista, who's here this morning, by the way, in this service, she's going to be in all three of them. Y'all all right? Because I'm talking about her. And um, anyway, just brag a little bit. Highly gifted of the Lord. All right? So I, I, all I can say is I'm the man All right. because she's so fine and awesome. <laughs> Y'all are a tough crowd. But anyway, so uh, if I think about her gifts, the way the Lord's gifted her, man, we, I had to jot them all down. There's so many. Great organizer, great administrator, singer, leader, speaker, overwhelmed at how God uses her even in our body here at Concord. So I want to pray, man, that God would continue to open doors of opportunity to glorify him through her gift set. It's huge. Your wife, husband, listen, is overwhelmingly gifted by God. And God has a unique place for her to serve within the context of this body. So it is not your goal to step in the way and keep her from doing that. It's your goal to pray for her so that she would find her place and that her gifts will be used to glorify our Savior. Very, very important. Pray for your wife in that. Again, I read in this book, great statement here. Women have a tendency to think. And this is for everybody who is a mother, by the way, and has children at home. And I know sometimes whenever you have that scenario, like serving the church, what? I've got all of these kids. I, I don't, God doesn't have anything for me right now. Well, listen to this. Women have a tendency to think because they are mothers and have children at home, they have missed out on what God has called them to do. But this isn't true. It in, it's in doing these immediate assignments, God has given your wife, Uh, that his ultimate purposes in her life will be realized. And there are ways for her to fulfill her calling even during the seasons of her life when not much time can be devoted to it. If your wife doesn't see how God's calling can ever be realized in the midst of her life as it is now, it's because she's trying to accomplish his purposes in her own strength. It must be God who does it all. Declaring her complete dependence on him is the first step toward realizing his call in her life. Your prayers can help her to understand that. Listen, pray for your wife. Ask God to make it abundantly clear what her gifts and talents are, and then pray God would use those in the context of His own body for His own glory. All right, knock on that door. Here's door number three. Pray that your wife has godly friends surrounding her. Or that your wife has godly friends surrounding her. You want to learn about friendship, read the book of Proverbs. Uh, the person's friendships in life can help them tremendously or actually cause great distress and hinder them massively. Solomon writes in Proverbs 22 and 24, warning about friendship. He says it like this, don't associate with a man given to anger or go with a hot-tempered man or you will learn his ways and find a snare for yourself. So if you think about that verse in and of itself, the principle applies to our wives. I pray for Krista that godly friends would surround her. And by this, I mean godly women who will listen to her heart. Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 13 says, He who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy conceals a matter. Husbands, pray that your wife can find godly women with whom she can open up to without fear of gossip. And I pray that God would put some women around Krista with whom she is comfortable sharing her fears, her dreams, her prayer requests, her difficulties, and someone who can, uh, she can trust who would not only conceal a matter, but actually help her through the difficulty with prayer. God, give our wives someone that they can talk to who will listen to their heart and who will care for them. And listen, God has placed people in his body to minister to your wife, other women So pray God would open the eyes of your wife so that she might be able to find those other women who can invest in her and she likewise can invest in them. It's a beautiful part of the body that we live together, we work together, we pray together. But when I speak about godly women, I also mean godly women who will speak truth to my wife. Proverbs 27 and 6, the Bible says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. See, godly friends don't always agree with you. They are very quick to help you see the truth of a matter. And I want people like this, not only in my life, but the life of my wife as well. So we're praying that godly women would surround her. But then thirdly, godly women who also will give wise counsel. Proverbs 27 and 9 says, Oil and perfume make the heart glad, so a man's counsel is sweet to his friend." And how often do we need counsel and instruction and wisdom in our lives? And again, God has arranged the body of Christ to be there to help us in each of these matters, to give us counsel and instruction and wisdom. So I want God to put women around my wife. Y'all with me say yes? Uh, In the early service, I was at that statement, and I said, I want God to put godly women around my life. (laughs) That was not what I meant to say. Y'all all right? Around my wife is where they need to be. Can I get a witness? And so that's the prayer that godly women would surround her and minister to her and she to them. Think about the friendships that your wife currently has in her life. And of those friends, which ones are actually encouraging her in her walk with the Lord Jesus? Pray for God to put those women around your life who will encourage them in their pursuit of God. All right. So here's the last one the fourth door. Y'all still with me? Say yes. Uh, pray God would multiply her influence. I Pray God will multiply our influence. I want God to use Christ in the lives of others. So one way that I pray for her is that her influence will be multiplied. God has poured out his love in the heart of my wife as well as yours by the Holy Spirit. So she knows the Lord, the Holy Spirit's residing within her and God's love is poured out in her through the Holy Spirit. So she is primed to invest in the lives of other people. So I pray that she would pour out God's love for our neighbors and spark even creative ways to engage them for the sake of Jesus Christ. And I've seen this happen in Krista's life on more than one occasion where Krista's uh, ran into individuals that she's had the opportunity to minister to. Some of those ladies that she's ministered to have only been in her life for a short season. But she has sought to listen to God and do what the Lord's called her to do in that particular lady's life. And sometimes that has in the past actually meant that a lady would end up moving and going somewhere completely different. But God's used her to minister in those ways. And I also get fired up when I find out that she is building a relationship with another woman who is lost without the Lord with the desire to share the gospel. These are ways that her influence can multiply. Man, I'm praying that for my wife. I hope you would pray that for your wife as well, that she would have her influence multiplied. And of course, now at our house, it may be a little different than yours, but we've got four kids at the house, all right? Ten and under. So there's four of them, and I'm praying that God would give grace to my wife. They say a mother's job is like the thankless job. But I'm praying God would give her grace and open up opportunities for her to be able to see where she is influencing the lives of our children. It's just a continual prayer, lifting these things up to the Lord. Now, Krista, I kind of went over uh, what I was preaching this morning to make sure it was okay, as I always do, on Sunday uh, or before Sunday. And then typically, if it's not, she rewrites a lot of it for me and then get up here and share. That's a joke. But anyway, so I was talking to Krista. Right, here's what I'm preaching on. Here's how I've been praying for you. Here, here's what I've been doing. And Krista, uh, I'm not a woman. So I cannot identify completely with what's going on in the heart and the minds of a lot of ladies. So um, y- y'all feel me out there, men? Yeah, God bless you. You're like, that is exactly right. That's the first thing you've amen. But anyway, so uh, This is true, so I was like, Krista, I want you to come, and I'm just gonna ask you, how can I pray for you? And then you share with everybody, and hopefully through that, there'll be a little insight. So y'all welcome my wife as she comes up here to talk for just a moment, all right? Welcome her. And she may um, share something else. So what's up?
1: Yeah, um, he told me he was gonna ask me a question. So, um, I said that he really needs to pray for submissiveness, because I really don't want to answer that question. Because during the first service, I knew kind of what he was preaching about, um, and I guess he told me the points. But I didn't really remember until I was, you know, sitting here and I was taking notes. And um, as I'm writing these things down, knowing that he writes his sermon on Monday, um, I was just overwhelmed at how God was answering these prayers in our family this week. And I had no idea. I had no idea what he was going to preach about or what was going on in his mind and his heart. Um, So as he's preaching this morning, I'm taking notes. I started putting stars by all of the things that God answered this week in my life as he's praying for me. So he said, um, you know, pray that I would use my gifts and talents. And then this week I got an email that opened up a door for, um, a new ministry opportunity that uses my specific gifts that I was really excited about and then pray for godly friends. So Tuesday, I guess it was Monday afternoon. I, he got home and I said, Hey. What are you doing tomorrow night? Um, can you watch the kids? I want to go hang out with the, you know, some of my girlfriends. Um, so, of course, he had to say yes because he would just written this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I did that Tuesday. And then last night, and I didn't even tell him I got this email. It was right before I went to bed. I got an email from one of those friends that said, Hey, I've been praying. I really feel like that the three of us should um, be accountability partners. And here he is praying all week long for that specific thing and then um praying that god would multiply my influence and um i've had some really cool opportunities lately but then one just out of the blue in an unexpected place on friday had the opportunity to talk to somebody and minister to them um so i just see already this week um how god has answered the prayers that he's praying for me so i'll just say that to encourage you um as husbands but as wives i think gosh you know i, I take for granted, you know, the prayers that I pray for my husband and, um, I take that too lightly sometimes, but God does answer those prayers and immediately. So it's been a very cool thing to see.
0: Very good. Appreciate it. So if there's anything you can remember, it is, uh, that the Lord does listen to prayer and he does answer prayer. Amen. So guys, why in the world will we not be praying for our wives? If we know God listens and he answers, So we're going to have an opportunity for you to do that this morning. Just as we did last week, we had all the ladies come forward and pray specifically for their wives. I'm going to invite men to come find a place here and pray specifically for your wife this morning. So every head bowed, every eye closed, but you men begin to make your way up here to the front, if you will. And we will pray specifically for our wives. So as the music begins to play, I'll just quickly guide you through what we've already talked about this morning and give you an opportunity to lift these things up to the Lord. Ladies, you're praying specifically for your husband this morning. So pray for him as he's lifting you up today.